section thirty four of the underground railroad part five this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by Cayo. the underground railroad part five by william still section thirty four portraits and sketches cunningham's rage by miss grace a lewis among the many fugitives whose stories were full of interest was that of a woman named rachel she was tall muscular slight with an extremely sensitive nervous organization a brain of large size and an expression of remarkable sagacity and quickness she was living in westchester chester county pennsylvania when attempts were made to retake her to slavery with wonderful swiftness and adroitness she eluded pursuit and was soon hurried away speedily reaching our house she hid herself away during the day and in the evening as a place of greater safety she was transferred to the house of our uncle dr fusel then residing on an adjoining farm as was his wont this kind-hearted man soon entered into a conversation with her and in a few minutes discovered that she had once been a pupil of his during his residence in maryland many years before at the moment of recognition she sprang up overwhelming him with her manifestations of delight crying you dr fusel you dr fusel don't you remember me i'm rage cunningham's rage down at bush river neck then receding to view him better lord bless the child how he is grown her tongue once loosened she poured forth her whole history expressing in every lineament her concentrated abhorrence of her libertine master maud cunningham over that story it is needful to pass lightly simply saying she endured all outraged nature could endure and survive for the sake of humanity we may trust there were few such fiends even amongst southern masters of this monster in human shape cunningham finally sold her to go further south with a master whose name cannot now be recalled this man was in ill health and after a time he and his wife started northward bringing rage with them on the voyage the master grew worse and one night when he was about to die a fearful storm arose which rage devoutly believed was sent from heaven in describing this scene she impersonated her surroundings with wonderful vividness and marvellous power at one moment she was the howling wind at another the tumultuous sea then the lurching ship the bellowing cow frightened by the storm the devil who came to carry away her master's soul and finally the weak dying man as he passed to eternity they proceeded on their voyage and landed at their place of destination rage seized the cow snuffing the land breeze and darting off through the crowd the captain of the vessel points to the cow and motions her to follow its example she needs nothing more again she is acting 
she is now the cow but human caution shrewdness purpose are lent to animal instinct she looks around with her weary eye scents the air a flash and she is hidden from the crowd which you see around her she is free making her way northward she finally arrived at a house of amber kimber kimberton chester county pennsylvania and proving a remarkably capable woman she remained a considerable time in his family as a cook she finally married and settled in westchester where the pair prospered and were soon surrounded by the comforts of a neat home after several years of peaceful life there she was one day alarmed not by the years of her dead master but by the loathed maud cunningham who without the shadow of legal right had come to carry her back to slavery fear lent her wings she darted into a hatter's shop and out through the back buildings springing over a dye kettle in her way and cleared a board fence at a bound on her way to a place of safety she looked back to see with keen enjoyment maud cunningham falling backward from the fence she had leaped secure in a garret she looked down into the streets below to see his vacant dazed look as he sought unable to find her her rendering of the expression of his face at this time was irresistibly ludicrous as was that of his whole bearing while searching for her maud cunningham did not get her but whether or not she ever returned to the enjoyment of her happy home in Westchester, we never knew, as this sudden flight was the last we ever heard of her. She was one of the most wide awake of human beings, and the world certainly lost in the uneducated slave an actor of great dramatic power. End of section 34